Hey, this is Harlan Williams here on the Harlan Highway with you. Yes, you. You, 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 you. And uh, what, a, what a show we have today. What a cool, cool show. Um, I'm going to tell you a really cute, adorable um, story. It's so cute and cuddly, you're going to get tingles and wingles all over you. Um, also, uh, going to uh, listen to a couple of phone calls today from Pavement Pounders. Um, unfortunately, my on-air therapist, Dr. Ascot, is dropping by to bestow his ridiculous wisdom on me. Makes me want to puke just thinking about it. And then, uh, over the, uh, over the months I've been playing, uh, excerpts of a interview I did with Jim Carrey years and years ago, just after Ace Ventura came out. When uh, Jim was just starting to blow up, I sat down and did a recorded an interview with Jim where we just talked about silly things and serious things. And uh, this this will be the last uh, last portion of that interview. Uh, I'm airing it today on on the show, and uh, it's it's really cool stuff to hear Jim way back. I think we're going back fifteen twenty years with this. So I uh, hope you enjoy that. Hope you enjoy the show. Put your helmet on. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. Hey-o! I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth. Many years of therapy. Many, many, many. Fucking years of therapy. I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harland. This is uh, Harland. And uh, I was just calling in to uh, tell you to uh, wash your feet. They stink. God the matter with you you know sometimes i don't even like being you can't we just have nice clean feet for once okay do your toenails have to be yellow and orange and cracked and look like a giraffe's neck does the skin on the bottom of your feet have to look like elephant ass Clean your act up, Williams. God, you make me sick. God, you're lucky I even listen to your podcast. Ew. I'm going to say it again. Ew. Okay, well, not a great way to start the show. Roger, why Why did you let me call in? What? Well, I don't know how I called myself. I don't... Well, if I call in in the future, don't let me talk. I don't know what's happening. How do why would I call myself and complain about my feet? I what is happening? Can we move on? Give me something. I don't want the image of rotten feet for my listeners at the beginning of the show. Let's just move on. You got something Give me a cute story. Okay, this looks cute. This little okay. Yeah, I like this. I like this. Oh, this is real cute. Okay. Here we go, gang. Uh, my apologies for calling myself, by the way. 
really inappropriate, and I should leave my grievances at home and not air them out to myself by calling. I don't even, what am I talking about? Anyways, cute story to kick off the show. Listen to this headline. Pitbull rescues cat from attacking coyotes. I like this story. This is about as cute as it gets. Uh, Down in Florida, there was a woman um, who has a pit bull she's looking after for her son. Well, he's deployed in Afghanistan. And this this pit bull, I guess, rescued her kitten from a a band of marauding, murdering, uh, nightmarish coyotes. Um, This lady said she'd been taking care of the dog, Jack. Well, her son, Peter, is in Afghanistan. And it turns out this pit bull formed a strong bond with her cat, Kitty. Okay, first of all, can we come up with some more original pet names here? Jack is like a human name, and Kitty is what it is. It's a kitty. Okay? I mean, you don't call your dog, dog. Okay? And I think you can be a little more original than Jack. That's the beauty of pets, man. You can call them anything you want. Hey, come here, lasagna. <laughs> come here, uh, science lab beaker. <laughs> come on. Come on and catch the ball. Uh, telephone dial. <laughs> you know, dog, you can call them anything. Come on, rhubarb tits. <laughs> come on, guy. So let's not, uh, you know, Jack and Kitty. Anyways, I digress. Uh, anyways, uh, the, the uh, these uh, coyotes, I guess, got a hold of Ki- of Kitty, Kitty the cat. One of these uh, coyotes had the the kitten by the neck, and the other had it by the tail. She said, "Jack the pit bull jumped into action." The lady says, I didn't know Jack could run that fast. He was on them so fast, she said. So Jack quickly freed the kitty from the coyotes and chased the wild animals away. The lady goes on to say, Jack is a hero. He saved the kitty's life, and he just shows how good dogs can be. Big dogs can protect you, especially if something like this happens. She said the kitty was taken to a vet and treated for her injuries. And this is cute. She said, Jack has been watching over the feline while she recuperates. He probably feels like he's the caretaker. He checks on her every day and sniffs her, seeing what kind of shape she is in. Isn't that sweet? That That's cool. You want to see that. You want to see a little kitty like it. It must have been seconds from being ripped in half because that's what coyotes do. If one's got a kitten by the head... And the others got it by the tail. Wild animals just want to eat. They're not interested in sharing. So literally, they would have pulled that little animal right in half. It probably had about two strides before it would have been, like, ripped apart. And here comes Jack, the pit bull, running in. And I got to say, man, you know, coyotes are probably like, ah, you know, we live in the United States. You know, what's our worst predator? Maybe if we bumped into a wolf somewhere, maybe uh, a wolverine might give us a little bit of a run if we happen to bump into a bear, maybe a mountain lion. But see, coyotes that live in cities don't have to fear those things. Coyotes are kind of like, 
the top predator in the food chain in the cities. So most coyotes that live in cities have probably never even heard or seen a big bear or a wolf or a mountain lion. So they just probably walk around thinking, ah, we're the king of the beasts. We're the lion king. But picture this. You're a, you're a coyote, which aren't that much bigger than a pit bull. And here comes a friggin' pit bull charging at you, man. Suddenly you're like, wait a minute, where'd this thing come from? We're the top predators. What What's this thing that looks like a UFC fighter? What's this thing that looks like a cage fighter coming at us? Good Christ. Yeah, you don't want you don't want a pit bull running at you, man. I mean, as a human you don't want it, but as another animal? Forget it, man. That's like if you're a human you got a big like guy with a big no no neck and tattoos and a shaved head. Like, that's like a real badass coming right at you. So, Kitty, you've got a good friend there, Kitty. And uh, congratulations to Jack, and that's a cute story. Yeah, I know I'm killing time. Roger's holding up a sign in the window. It says, Halloween, Timmy the Campfire Boy. Yeah, I know. The Here's what happened, gang. The last podcast, okay, my annoying boss, Mr. Featherstone, calls me up to his office and says, you're going to have Timmy the Campfire Kid on your next podcast, and he's going to sing Halloween songs. Well, guess what? I'm making a stand. I'm not having him on, okay? And if I get called back up to that guy's office and he wants to have it out with me, I've decided I'm finally going to stand my ground, Mr. Featherstone. So I'm sorry if you were expecting Kimmy, Timmy the Campfire Boy to sing Halloween songs, but I don't want that idiot on my show. I do a sophisticated show. I do a topical show, an insightful show, and some little kid with a cracking voice is going to come on here and sing campfire songs at Halloween? No. So there. And I know I'm going to get hauled up to his office again. But I'm going to have it out. I'm going to stand my ground. How about that? I feel good about what I just said. <sighs> Hello, Holland. What? Did, what? What are you doing here? Holland. No, I was just telling a cute story, and how, I didn't even see you come in. Hello, Holland. Hello. We already said hello. Hello. I just said hello. Hello, Holland. Okay, stop saying hello. Hello, Holland. What are you doing here, Ascot? I'm in the middle of my podcast. And I am required by the people who run this podcast to do your on-air therapy sessions, Holland. Oh, God. What? Can I get a little warning, please? Holland. Well, it'd be nice to know. I was just about to go into a, a different bit, and now... Holland. <sighs> All right, what are we talking about? Holland, I noticed you were talking about your rotten feet earlier. No, I wasn't talking about my rotten feet. Harland called into the podcast and left a message about I had bad feet. Holland. What? 
Alan, let me see your rotten feet. They're not rotten. My feet are fine. My feet are manicured and there's no dead skin. Well, then why did you call yourself, Holland? I don't know why I called myself. Holland, that's a very dangerous psychological position you've put yourself in. What are you talking about? Talking to yourself, Holland. I wasn't talking to myself. I phoned myself to... Holland, are you listening to what you're saying? Yes, I'm listening to what I'm saying. Holland, tell me about your rotten, crunched-up feet, Holland. I don't have rotten, crunched-up feet. And by the way, who wears a yellow sweater with checkers on it? Holland, you seriously, you look like a waiter from Sonic Burger or something. Holland, stop deflecting, Holland. I'm not deflecting. Yes, you are, Holland. You're trying to get around the fact that you called yourself to talk about your own rotten elephant feet. I don't have elephant feet, Ascot. Okay, I don't know what happened. Holland, I want you to talk to yourself in front of me and see if we can't help cure this strange affliction you have called Talker's Flanders. Talker's Flanders? That's the medical term for what you're going through, Holland. Talker's Flanders. Yes, Holland. What do you want me to do? I want to hear you talk to yourself, Holland, and then I can start working on a cure to stop you from talking to yourself, Holland. <sighs> what do I say? I don't know, Holland. Why don't you just start talking to yourself? Why don't you introduce yourself? <sighs> okay, hi, my name is Harland. Hello, Harland. How are you? I'm good, I guess. What are you doing today, Harland? Oh, I don't know. I'm sitting here talking to this idiot, stupid therapist with a yellow checkerboard sweater on who looks like he should be wearing roller skates and serving milkshakes at a drive-thru. Holland. Well, you told me to talk to myself. Holland. Keep going, Holland. Well, anyways, I was thinking of going out to see a movie tonight, and if you'd like to come with me, I'd really like to t take you to the movies, Harland. That's good. Keep going, Holland. And then maybe later we could, you know, go out to the coast and park my truck and, you know, really get to know each other a little. I mean, you are kind of cute, Harland. Keep going, Holland. This is most fascinating if not perverted. So maybe I could, you know, we could sit close and I could put my arm around you and we could stare into each other's eyes and we could... Yes, Holland. We, 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 we could... We could touch each other's faces. Keep going, Holland. This is getting very interesting, if not disturbing. And then... We could caress each other's faces and then slowly our mouths could come together and we could, we could kiss and... Holland, what are your hands doing during this conversation? And then my hands could reach up under your top, Harland, and 
I could start squeezing your breast milk, and I could milk your breasts, and... Oh, and I think we need to stop now. And then I could reach down into your pants, Harlan, and undo your belt, and... and Pull out your magic surprise box, Harland. Harland, I need you to stop. And then we could both get naked and cover ourselves in olive garden olive oil and cinnamon dust and roll around on the hood of my truck and really... Harland. Ah, what? Harland, you went a little too far, Harland. What, what, what happened? What was I saying? Harland, I think maybe... You better take a cold shower when you get home. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 Holland, you're stuttering. Sorry, I'm just, I felt like I was in a daze. Holland, may I suggest that you sleep in a separate bedroom from yourself tonight? What do you mean? I wouldn't stay in the same bed with yourself if I were you, Holland. Okay, uh, Why? Just trust me on this, Holland. Okay. What happened to me? I, w- I, was, I went a little dizzy and I blacked out a little. Holland, I think I'm going to leave now. Wait a minute, you're leaving? Yes, Holland, I'm going to have a shower. Okay, good. Well, I don't know what I said, but get out of here. Holland. Have fun with yourself, you dirty virgin. Hey, what, what was that? Goodbye, Holland. Goodbye, Ascot. Roger, what was that? Guy drops in and makes me talk to myself. What are you cringing about? What did I say? You know what? Let's just move on. Ridiculous. Redonkulous. Creepy Dr. Ascot. Guy wears a yellow sweater and a checkerboard. What a dork. Unreal, Harland. How much weirder could you really be? Um, anyway, I'm just driving down the uh, Highway 100 with my girlfriend talking about uh, the old skit you did. Actually, the story you told about the uh, Indian guy who, after did six or seven puts in the air, said, Right! (laughs) You can't get over how funny that is. Uh, Great story. Thanks for telling it. we look back on it. We have a great time thinking about it. Have a blast. Show's great. Thanks again, Tony from Milwaukee. Right. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy story I told a while back about. I I witnessed a guy flip his car through the air like five times, get out of it, and just walk down the street, totally unscathed. I approached him. And I go, dude, are you okay? And it was this East Indian guy. And he's like, yes, everything is fine. I go, your, your, your car is ruined. And he's like, right, right. Anyways, you got to go back and find the podcast. I'm glad you liked it. Um, it was a funny story, thankfully, because uh, it could have been uh, catastrophic. This guy, I, I was amazed he wasn't dead. So uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you got some merriment out of that story. And speaking of merriment, uh, over the months, uh, I've played, uh, I've played some clips of, uh, an interview I did with Jim Carrey way back in the day. My goodness, it might be, uh, what, 15, maybe over 15 years ago. I did an interview with Jim, uh, 
when he was uh, still on in living color, just when Jim was kind of blowing up and uh, we just did a casual interview and uh, it was it was a long, long time ago. I interviewed him for an article in a magazine I was writing and we sat down and just shot the breeze and I asked him all kinds of ridiculous questions and uh, so here it is, my final interview my final chunk of interview with uh, actor, comedian, funny man, one of my favorite uh, guys out there. Uh, here he is, gang. My interview, final interview with Jim Carrey. Oh, wow. Oh, my okay. God. I have no CPR. Oh, wow. <laughs> what did I do? What's the biggest problem with being famous, aside from all these interviews? Disneyland. Disneyland is a nightmare. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone mobs. Hey, man. Do that face you do. Oh. Do that face you do, man. Put your head behind your head. Do a contortion. Oh, you know, it's, it's not it's not good. Even, even like, you know, Pluto and Mickey and stuff, like, rip their heads off when I come by and go, Hey, man. Do that face you do. Oh. <laughs> Last time I was at Disneyland, the, the guy who, who does Pluto went crazy. I really thought he was a dog. He was like rubbing his ass along the ground. <laughs> Ringworm. Oh. <laughs> what would you like to see on your tombstone? Um. Uh. Hopefully, uh. Died. Nineteen or died two thousand fifty. You know. So you want to live forever? Yeah. Want to live for, for at a least, while. At least till they land on Mars. Yeah. Basically, he wasn't a ham. He was the whole pig. What's that mean? That's the thing on the tombstone. That's what it would say. He wasn't a ham. He was the whole pig. Died in 2050. <laughs> what makes you so funny? <laughs> Desperation and plenty of it. When you're not making your funny facial contortions, you look so normal. Do you think this is a genetic talent or did you learn it from someone? Uh, God. No, I didn't learn it from anybody, I guess. Uh, it was basically uh, a lot of time spent in my room, you know, grounded. And, you know, with nobody but the reflection in the mirror to play with, and that was it. Really, yeah. Characters and had conversations with myself. That's true, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I can tell. Yes, my mother used to say that to me. Yeah, everybody's, you know, your your face is going to stay that way and stuff. And, uh, you know, I never really feared that. She used to tell me there was a, that if I stopped, didn't stop looking in the mirror, I'd see the devil. And so that just piqued my interest even more. Got some candles and, <laughs> you know, try to, you know, figure I could make a deal. But he never showed up, so. He's still trying? Mm hmm. He, sh he showed up in, the, in, the, in other forms. You know, I think there's like, there's like a point in everybody's career where they, like, decide whether or not they're going to, whether or not they're going to, like, do whatever it takes to get famous or just like try to do their own thing and, and you know try to see if it finds an audience and there was like a certain point there was a point when you know when I was doing the clubs where, where you know I saw a lot of
of people, you know, getting high and doing their shit and stuff like that, and I've never been able to do that. And I, like, one time, I, I smoked pot and went on stage, and I was brilliant. And, uh, you know, Kinnison and all these guys were at the back of the club, and they said, man, you were unbelievable. And I said, that wasn't me, you know. It was, yeah. it was, it was the pot, so... You know, so I decided that at that point that, you know, there was a, a real conscious decision to say, you know, I want to wake up 40 years from now and know that I did it. You know? Yeah, it wasn't, you, wasn't some other substance, you know. That's my boy. I saw Richard Pryor go through some of that, too. Did you? Story, yeah. And Kinnison? Just where he couldn't remember a lot of years of his life, you know. Wow. Whether he had done it, you know. Was Kinnison like that, too? Well, Sam was a party monster, you know, but uh, but he, he had kind of set up, you know, his character was such that he really couldn't get out of that. I mean, that was that was his character, to be that completely irreverent, you know, guy who just, you know, the green boar who eats up life, you know. And, uh, and so, you know, it's pretty hard to shake that once you've established yourself. You can't all of a sudden come on stage and say, you know, I don't do anything that's bad for me. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. If the audience would be disappointed. You know, right, so right. Luckily, my stuff doesn't come from that direction. Good for you, man. That's excellent. What kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> I listen to everything. I listen to everything, if it's interesting. I even like Snoop Doggy Dog. But uh, <clears throat> I guess they just kind of broadened it a little bit, you know, because I probably would never have listened to any rap stuff or anything like that yeah. if, if I hadn't been on that show. You know, so I kind of learned to appreciate it, but, you know, I also learned to criticize it a bit, too. I mean, I, I literally would stand there sometimes with the other cast members. <laughs> One time in particular, David Allegri just fell on the ground laughing because I turned to him and I said, this is like bad rap, isn't it? <laughs> and he said, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> like that. So I, I began to realize that I could I could actually, you know, decipher between good and bad rap. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jim, if I pulled out a wedding ring right now and proposed, would you marry me? Will you sign the paper? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seriously, Harlan, I thought about it. If you had a pussy, my search would be over. So, oh, man. let me just put it that way. Oh my God, <laughs> Jim, what do you look for in a woman? <laughs> oh God, uh, a nice, healthy stool. Oh. You know? Jim, coloration, not too big. Oh, God. A petite stool is nice. Is that true? <laughs> Jim, what do you look for in a salad? A petite stool. <laughs> nice help, nice healthy one. <laughs> Jim, have you ever carved a totem pole? <laughs> uh, well, I guess there's a lot of... A lot of different, uh, you know, uh, names for masturbation. Yes. Oh, you crossed yes, the have. line again. <laughs> Jim, you always seem to have such a positive attitude. How do you do it? That's a serious. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
<laughs> Jim, what would you say if I told you I was happy for you, proud of you, and you were an inspiration to me? Uh, God, I'd, uh, oh, I'd be, I'd be happy because I think you're great. Thanks, Jim. You're interesting and different and fucking a very troubled individual. <laughs> but you're making the best of it. And that's all anyone can ask. Well, Jim, that's my final question. Thanks, so thanks a million. Thank you very much, and good luck with your future endeavors. <laughs> thanks, Jim. Cool, man. Some great questions. <laughs> oh, there's some great answers, man. <laughs> that's something there. Yeah, we can turn that off now. Did you get recorded? Yep, it recorded all right. Man, what a blast from the past. That that was, uh, just to put that into a time reference for you, that was when I had just kind of got to Hollywood and I uh, was just, I'd probably been in Hollywood, I think about two years, maybe three years, and was just starting to get my uh, footing. I really didn't know a lot of people. I was... Uh, I was uh, still making my name known around town. I was I was doing the local comedy clubs, and uh, that's kind of where Jim first saw me, and we met, and that's when he uh, recommended me for a role in Dumb and Dumber, and uh, just I just owe Jim a great uh, great pile of gratitude for uh, being kind to me and uh, being uh, helpful to me and being a friend and. All that stuff, and uh, I really love it that Jim uh, did so well and made such an impact on film and comedy. And uh, he really is a unique, uh, a unique individual. So um, it's it's really nice to see. But yeah, that's a real, uh, real blast from the past for me. Bring back a lot of memories. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. A lot of silliness in there, but I thought there was some interesting conversation. Uh, when Jim was talking about, you know, some of the older guys like Richard Pryor and Sam Kinison and that kind of stuff. And uh, so there you go, man. And that brings us to the end of today's podcast, ladies and snarful flargans. Um, let's see, what can I tell you here that uh, might be of value to you? Make sure you go to uh, harlowwilliams.com. If you want to leave any comments, you can write, you can... Uh, you can leave a phone message at 323-739-4330 if you want. Um, and uh, don't forget that uh, I will be in Calgary, Alberta tonight. Um, I'll be working at the uh, at the uh, Blackfoot Inn in uh, Calgary, Alberta. A uh, great comedy club. I'll be there Thursday the 24th to the uh, 26th, which is Saturday please go to harlanwilliams.com and click on my stand-up schedule and get your tickets because that sucker is probably going to sell out. It usually does, and I don't want anyone to be disappointed. Uh, I'll be doing a meet-and-greet after the show, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Also, um, coming up later in, uh, well, I should say early in November, if, if you're down in Florida, I'm going to be at the Tampa Improv in Tampa, Florida. That'll be November 7th through November 10th. And that's going to be a great time. And then later in November, I'll be in Seattle. Uh, I'll be in Seattle, Washington. Uh, I will be at the Parlor Live, a great comedy club. That's Thursday, 
November 21st to Saturday the 23rd. And uh, lots of great stuff coming down the pipe. Um, check out the store at harlowilliams.com. we got crazy new t-shirts. Um, check out All Things Comedy, which is uh, the great um, podcast network that you can find, the Harland Highway, atc.com, All Things Comedy, where Jake Johansson and Bill Burr and many other funny comedians uh, have their podcasts. Proud to be part of uh, that affiliation. And um, and check out, lastly, my uh, YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to on harlowilliams.com. Um, lots of funny, kooky videos coming through there for your enjoyment. Just go on and subscribe, and you will, uh, you will, you will see all the crazy videos we do. And check out my sitcom on Canadian television. If you live in Canada, package deal on City TV. I think they moved it around on the schedule. It might be on Thursdays instead of Mondays now, but just check your local listings and uh, hope you enjoy that little treat. And that's it, man. We are done for today. I hope you had a great time. Always a pleasure to have you here, everybody. Uh, love having you here on the Harland Highway. And uh, until next time, everyone, chicken chow mein, baby. All right.